Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And good Sunday morning to you. Welcome to Nature Notes with our natural son Jim Gilbert brought to us by Cardinal Corner by the yard patio furniture. We'll talk to Jim in seconds. Then along here for what I think is the best nature lover store that is Cardinal Corner. Pam and Lee tell me that bird migration has begun, of course. They're singing loud in the morning. You hear it. I hear it. Doesn't matter where you live either. All you need to attract birds is water, food, and a place to nest. And Cardinal Corner has bird houses for any type of bird. And I say this every week for years. They have the, without a doubt, the freshest bird seed you will find anywhere. They've got great gift ideas at these stores. There are two locations. And if you have not subscribed online to their monthly newsletter, all kinds of tips and stories, just subscribe online. It's free. CardinalCorner.com. Stop in. See Lee and Pam. They're in West St. Paul, Butler and South Robert. Amy is at the Newport Center location. Here's the number. 651-455-6556. Or again, online at CardinalCorner.com. Pay them a visit. You will see the Cardinal Corner really is more than just a bird seed store. Good morning to you, Jim, this Palm Sunday morning. Yes. Good morning to everyone here. Be- actually, beautiful morning. Yeah, it is. I, I, just, I just stood outside for about two minutes and wrote down what I was hearing. Morning doves cooing, and then I said, sounds like spring. Canada geese honking, trumpeters once trumpeting. Um, I heard the double squawk of the of the male, um, ringneck pheasant, red-winged blackbirds trilling, house finches and song sparrows singing, woodpeckers drumming, and the list goes on. Absolutely beautiful out. But you look, and it takes you back to winter because n- the landscape here in the Waconia area is covered with snow. Yes. About, you know, about three inches of hard-packed yes. snow that was very difficult to shovel a few days ago. But here, um, 7 a.m., temperature 26, mostly cloudy, very little wind. And I'm calling from the northwest side of Lake Waconia, about 30 miles west of downtown Minneapolis. Sunrise was at 6.31, sets at 7.57. And that gives us 13 hours, 26 minutes of daylight. And we're gaining daylight at the rate of Three minutes in a few seconds each day. We've gained 22 minutes of daylight since last Sunday, and a total of four hours and 41 minutes has been gained since the winter solstice on December 21st. Totally amazing when you think of that, how much we've gained. And this 13 hours, 26 minutes of daylight today is what we will experience next August 29th. And I was thinking about, you were talking about Cardinal Corner. If you, if anyone would, is trying to get a bluebird or uh, tree swallows in their backyard or have a suitable location for it in an open area, get one of their nesting boxes. Uh, it's called the Gilbertson model, and uh, the pole comes with it. 
and it'll protect these birds from predators. So get the right stuff, and then you won't have any trouble with, with predators. That's a great idea. Say, um, normal high 57, normal low 37, and here we're 26. I don't. What's the official temperature in the Official temp has changed. Uh, it's now 30, 30. Oh, 30. Okay, I'm writing that down. 30. Wow. So this will even have more meaning then. Records for today, April 14th in the Twin Cities. Record high, 89. 89. Sounds like Arizona. Record high, 89 in 2003. But then we go to the record low, only 18. That happened in 1826. And again, 102 years later in 1928. On this date in 1983, it snowed 13.6 inches on the Twin Cities. So these happen, these April snowstorms. Um, the waxing gibbous moon set this morning at 4.12. Maybe you saw it in the West. I, I don't know, because probably mostly cloudy when you were... It was cloudy, were, yeah, I did yeah, not okay. see it. Okay, we'll rise again at at 2.10 this afternoon. The next full moon is April 19th. That's um, um, beginning of Passover and Good Friday. So that's the next full moon. And like I said last Sunday, in the year 325 AD, the Council of Nicaea established that Easter would be celebrated on the first Sunday after the first full moon occurring after the vernal equinox. So we had, um, well, we had vernal equinox on March 20th, and now we have our full moon coming this Friday, the April 19th, and then two days after that, Easter. That's how they determine the date. Many ice out dates have been observed in southern Minnesota, um, southern Minnesota lakes since April 1st. I'll mention just a few so people get the idea. There's literally hundreds of lakes ice-free now. And by ice out, I mean at least 90% of the ice is gone. And the ice out for Lake Waconia was just last evening. So 90% or more was gone last evening. So April 13th, it was official ice out for Lake Waconia. Uh, Gene McCarthy from Albert Lee sent me the 107-year record ice outs for Fountain Lake published in the Albert Lee Tribune, April 9th. This year, I saw it for Fountain Lake at Albert Lee was last Monday, April 8th, right on the median average of the 107-year record. Last year's I saw it was April 27th, 19 days later than average. Matt Amundsen reports that ice out for Lake Hendricks in Lincoln County, that's way on the South Dakota border, was yesterday, April 13th. Ice out for Lake Phelan in St. Paul was the 9th of April. Lake Elmo in Washington, D.C. I mean, Washington County, not D.C., I'm sorry. I was thinking of that. the cherry blossoms. <laughs> anyway, Al Henderson reports that ice out for Lotus Lake at Chanhassen Last Monday, April 8th, also on the 8th, ice covers left Goose Lake near Waconia and Eagle Lake 
near Norwood Young America, according to Sue Gady. Russ Ritberger notes that April 8th was the ice off for Twin Lakes and Crystal and Crystal Lake in Robbinsdale. And Ron Kramer notes that ice out for Reach Lake near Waconia was also April 8th. Mike Lewis lives on the shore of French Lake near Faribault, reports ice out last Sunday the 7th. So that's just a, that's just a few of them, but lots of ice out in southern Minnesota. Now, Minnesota is home to 172 species of butterflies, only nine of which overwinter in the adult stages. Or in, the, in the adult stage, they hibernate under like loose bark in hollow logs and hollow trees, under eaves, or in unheated buildings, and may awaken and appear on the wing. Uh, and you may be a few in March and early April. These days when we reach 50 or above, that's when their muscles are able to move their wings so they can get going. One of the nine attractive, um, the attractive morning cloak butterfly has glossy chocolate-covered wings uh, rimmed with blue spots and yellowish gold border. Adults of the morning cloak that have hibernated may be seen during a warm spell in the very early spring Sunning open wings, these wings that have about a three-inch wingspan, flying about looking for food. Um, they would like um, the sweet sap dripping from a broken twig of a maple or a birch tree. These overwintering morning cloak butterflies eventually produce a new generation of adults that will be on the wing in late June. Now, Julie Brophy, um, Tuesday bird, birding group, saw a morning cloak butterfly on the wing last Tuesday, April 9th, at the Bass Ponds in Bloomington. They also saw um, garter snakes out, no doubt, funding themselves. Marlene Callahan from Maple Plain, while cleaning snow, shoveling snow, this last Thursday, the 11th, found a red admiral butterfly just lying in the snow, couldn't move. She brought it into her house. The butterfly warmed up and started flying around, and she's been feeding it sugar water. How about that? Isn't that amazing? Tom Bovers from, I saw a comma butterfly on the wing at Riverbend Nature Center in Faribault this last Monday, the 8th. Air temperature at that time was about 70. Keith Radel from Faribault spotted a red admiral butterfly on the wing last Sunday, the 7th. So some of these nine types of butterflies of the 172 butterflies, can get out and start flying around. The morning cloak, comma butterfly, red admiral are three examples. Donna Mary Summers from Summerskogan, that's a sugar bush of Minnetrista, report the sap started running again after the spring snowstorm. Yesterday they had a very good sap run, and the sugar, but the sugar content had dropped down to 2%. Um, and it had been at at 2.5%. So it takes, when you, when you collect all this sap, it takes about 40 gallons of sap to equal a, a gallon of a maple syrup. Lots and lots of work. Art and Barb Straub from the sewer were talking about, they sent me a note talking about the, oh, kind of reddish, um, brownish colored snow um, from dust from New Mexico and Texas. 
that they encountered. They said they said they hadn't seen this for years on the snow. And they have been able to photograph a leukistic robin that's been there for about three weeks. Leukistic means partially albinized or partial albinism. And so they sent me a photo of this robin, so it's partially white. And they said that the lucky robins that have neighborhoods that have crab apple trees in them have had plenty to eat. They've been feeding robins chopped apples and and dried mealworms. Do we have time for some more? You know, I want to make a couple of mentions here before mentioning yeah. about By the Yard. I, I want to alert our listeners that uh, when you send uh, me uh, emails or regular mail to Jim, uh, I yeah. always forward it, as Jim knows, and I will be doing oh, yeah. the same <laughs> the same this week. But let, let me just briefly talk about our friends at By the Yard. It's almost here as the annual By the Yard Spring Open House Celebration is, is what I'm talking about. Saturday, April 27th, but this year... By the Yard has extended that open house celebration to six days of savings, April 22nd to the 27th. You can now order new maintenance-free outdoor furniture save all week. However, the tent sale is still just one day only. That is Saturday, April 27th. And if you've never been to their tent sale, make this the year. You're going to find hundreds of display items marked down 20 to 50%. Everything from maintenance-free gliders to fire tables, uh, bring a truck or trailer, fold down those seats, whatever it takes, and you can order all week and save on that new furniture. But come early, Saturday, April 27th, to purchase floor models under the tent. They're easy to find, by the way, that showroom just 15 minutes south of 494 and 169. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the Art has extended, again, its open house celebration, and it's ours. But just visit ByTheYard.net for details. See what we've told you about for years. ByTheYard.net. And that celebration extended for six days now, April 22nd wow. to the 27th. Yeah. You know what? We're enjoying our By the Yard so much. And, you know, sure, it got covered by, by snow during the big spring snowstorm. But it's just melting, and now it's coming and looking like new Brand out new. in front of our home. Yes, yeah. and it looks like that for years. Yes. All right, Jim, what else do you have this morning? Okay, Elizabeth Howard from Journey North reports that monarch butterflies are inching northward um, they were seen this last week in Kansas and Missouri already. And that report from Wichita, Kansas, someone saw uh, a butterfly there, a monarch butterfly. And they said, assuming that the butterfly flew from its wintering site in Michoacan, Mexico, it had already traveled 1,300 miles this spring already. Also from Journey North, the leading edge for the ruby-throated hummingbird Migration reached Illinois last week, even as far north as Batavia. That's about 40 miles west of Chicago. Saw it on Tuesday the 9th. Jason Frank from Ortonville in southwestern Minnesota reports that April 11th, he says, I had tulips popping up on Tuesday, and then we had 18 inches of snow (laughs) covering everything. (laughs) This morning, a flock of around a hundred blackbirds arrived at our feeding station. He's talking about the 11th. And uh, in the Hmong, the there's different types of blackbirds where two pairs of yellow-headed blackbirds. The ice cover left Cedar Lake. That's the west side of Minneapolis on the 11th, according to Norton Stillman. Yesterday, Bruce Jarvis at 8.30 in the morning saw five common loons on the waters at Cedar Lake, and one was calling 
Two more common loons were flying southwest over the lake, and one was calling in a bald eagle was first in a tree next to Cedar Lake. Don Grusing from Minnetonka reports that Thursday the 11th, in spite of the weather, a female wood duck has been entering and leaving a nest box depositing eggs. Don and his wife counted well over 110 turkey vultures sailing over their yard, very low over their yard. They're heading north, northwest, and for 10 minutes they were counting. That was last Sunday. Uh, Paul Grusing from the north, uh, north Silver Lake, where the ice went out April 1st, that's in Martin County near Faribault, um, reports wood ducks are egg, egg laying, ringneck pheasants are calling the double squawks, wild turkeys are gobbling. He saw many, many leopard frogs in the wet leaves next to his house, leading him to think that maybe some of these leopard frogs, or many of them or all of them, had wintered on land. Ray and Marlene Simon from Northfield report that that early um, the first yellow-bellied sapsuckers arrived, also eastern phoebes and a brown thrasher. They had 27 species of birds coming to their feeding station during the big snowstorm. Our grandsons, five-year-old Emmett and three-year-old Harrison, last Sunday the 7th spotted a garter snake out sunning in their Waconia yard. Tom Marsh, Thomas Marsh from Winstead, reports that ice out for this year. I was this past Thursday, April 11th, 19 days later than last year, which was April 30th. The next day, wildlife biologist Jerry Gray, who lives in rural Winstead, observed about 200 American coots and 80 American white pelicans on the west side of Winstead Lake. Marge and Dick Keller, who live on the shore of Pearson Lake in Carver County, near Waconia, report ice out uh, was Friday, no, was the 9th, and on Friday, the 12th, three days after ice out, they saw two pairs of common loons. Keith Radle from Faribault observed about 100 dark-eyed juncos and 22 fox sparrows at his feeding station yesterday. Diane and Dave Herring, who live near Waterville, yesterday spotted an osprey on its nest tower. And 3.45 yesterday afternoon, the western chorus frogs started calling the first the first calling since since the storm, and on on um, the eighth, um, Diana went to the Casota Prairie to see the pass flowers blooming. The pass flower is the earliest Minnesota prairie wildflower to come into bloom. Usually blooms late March into April. The name is derived from its typical blooming time, the Paschal season, which is Easter. Flowers are about two inches wide, pale purple. The past flower has become the floral emblem of South Dakota and Manitoba. And I got much more, but I'll have to save it for next week. I think that's a good idea. Just one quick <laughs> one quick text, uh, Jim. Uh, you mentioned the monarchs. And it's, uh, a texter wants to know, do we lose a lot on the way back from Mexico of the monarchs? Yes. We uh, do. They're little wisps of life, and it's tough on them. And uh, is, on their on their way back. And I've always been told, don't feed the deer in your neighborhood. Don't do that. No, that's right. That's right. You know, you feel bad on, you know, especially stormy times, but not a good idea. Not a good. All right, Jim, we'll talk next week. 
Okay. It'll be Look Easter Sunday, right? Easter Sunday next Sunday. That's Easter right. Sunday. All right. Thank you, you Jim. Have a good week. You too. Bye Thanks so much. Jim Gilbert's Nature Notes back next Sunday morning here on News Talk 830 WCCO. 30 is our temp weather coming up. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.